Welcome back to another episode of the Keyword Podcast. Um, I'm highlighting uh, Ronique Antoinette. We are here and she is my bomb.com for this month. I'm excited to talk to her. So, hey, Ronique. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Uh, what about you? How are you? I am doing well. I'm working on living in the moment, being present in the moment, because I'm, I'm one that is prepared for next week or trying to figure out what I'm doing next week, next month, who's going to be in my life. I'm already like 10 steps ahead. Steps so ahead. I'm just learning. I'm just learning how to be present in the moment. And today was a pretty good day. Um, had rehearsal with Step Africa. And yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing this week. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm doing hey, it's a start. So um, you brought up Step Africa. I was going to actually have us do that. So let's start beginning 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 tell us who you are what you do all that good stuff all right well again i'm Monique murray i am born and raised in washington dc um, i'm a professional dancer a choreographer um, a concept developer um have you and yeah i actually began my journey um at virginia commonwealth university i mean i started dancing since the age of two but I got most of my training um, in Virginia Commonwealth University where I received my bachelor's in fine arts and dance and choreography. So yeah, that's, that's me, you know? If I'm not doing Step Africa, I'm creating my own content, um, collaborating with other artists in the DMV area, um, and just continue to make work during this COVID time. So yeah. That is a lot and all great things. Um, and so I'm gonna hope that we can touch on all of that because we, we got some time. Um, so let's start with Step Africa, and then we can work our way from there. So you're a part of this professional dance company. And um, I think that it is really unique um, how the company is really dedicated to the art form of stepping. And, you know, I, I do know some of your, your current company members with you, as well as people who have been in the company before. And so how has this experience been for you? Well, I started my stepping training when I, of course, Virginia Commonwealth University, I joined the organization Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. And that's pretty much where I got my taste of stepping. Um, because I have a different background, and that wasn't really my focus, I was really surprised that I even auditioned to be a part of Step Africa. <laughs> I was already in a dance company, but someone in the company currently in step after I asked me to audition I was like eh I'm not a stepper I mean I know how to step but I'm, I'm not a stepper and it was like just give it a try and I auditioned for step Africa 2016 and I was really surprised that I even made it through <laughs> not um, surprised I was like oh my gosh I can actually step <laughs> um I didn't make it um but they ended up reaching out to me again that summer and they wanted me to audition for a production they were having at that time. And I didn't get it. <laughs> so that was too Wow. Tough. Wow. And then I received a email or received a call from my boss now, Brian C. Williams. And, um, and he asked me if I wanted to be a part of a Christmas production that they were doing. And I was like, do I have to audition again? Because at this point, I, you know, you audition twice now. <laughs> like, do I gotta audition again? And you're like, no, 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 you're a part of this. Um, we already have you in mind in this production. So I was already like, great, this is great. 
the production was over around December and then I ended up just doing my own like kind of freelancing collaborating with artists and then I received the email from him again asking me like if I was still interested in you know being full-time with South Africa and I was like yes wow. <laughs> at that time I was a school teacher here in DC um I'm also a school I'm also an educator so at that time I was teaching middle school elective dance and I was kind of figuring out what I wanted to do um is this really what I wanted to do and I got that email from you know C. Brian Williams and I was like yes I have to I'm still interested I'm I definitely want to do this and that's pretty much how my journey started um this is my fourth season with the company okay uh, this is the longest and I always tell my bosses out this is this is like literally the longest job that I've ever been on. <laughs> yeah. This is the longest job I've ever been on. Um, I feel like the reason why I'm still in the company is because I'm still learning how to be a percussionist. I, I don't call us steppers. I call us percussionists because we, we do we do so much than just the step clap unders and mm. the claps. And you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, everyone is very different and, and super talented and you learn a lot from different people. Um, and so that's kind of my reason why I'm still here because, you know, I, I, I found my group now. I found my group now how to like now create as a percussionist. Um, whereas my first season, it was just like me trying to figure out where I fit in. Um, right. I was just, yeah, I was just going to But now it's like, okay, I'm in it. I know what it is. I know how this works. And, you know, of course, as I'm still learning how to be a percussionist, I'm also still able to tap into what I've, I've been trained to, like contemporary ballet. I'm able to, you know, use that um, in this company, which is great. So, yeah, it's been a long journey from auditioning about two times and <laughs> being a guest artist into now being in the company. So, super but, blessed. But it seems like... Well, First off, congrats, because yes, uh, but it, it just seems like it was, it was timing. It was, it was waiting for you to, I guess, get where, you know, because it's just yeah. like many people, one, don't audition a second time. And then two, <laughs> don't book the contract after just being a guest artist. And so, yeah, how did that, how did you feel initially? Like, is this a joke? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Like, <laughs> when you're, uh, well, for me, I, I felt like, well, why do you keep asking me to audition if you're not going to get me? So that was pretty much my thought. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, and I just had, I had recently moved back here because I was in North Carolina teaching um, as a school teacher. So when I moved back up, I was already trying to figure out if I want to be in a dance company or if I want to get back into teaching. Um, in the school system so I was already in this headspace so when they were asking me to audition and I didn't get it and then they were asking me to audition it was like hey um <laughs> I I'm feeling a little discouraged right now because I was really putting all my pouring going a hundred and two percent in these auditions yeah. and I wasn't getting it and I was just like okay what do I need to do now because I'm not getting in this company so I was just like you know what let me just keep freelancing let me just keep putting out work and hopefully you know one one of these days I'll decide to audition at one point 
I wasn't going to. Uh, once he hit me up with the, are you still interested? I was just like, yeah, I am, but I'm already booked. So you kind of have to get me like when I'm not booked. Because, you know, as an artist. Busy. Yeah, at that point, at this point, it's like, you don't want me. So now I got to continue to go on with what I'm doing as an artist. And that's dancing for other people, traveling, um, meeting with other people. So when he reached out for the fourth time, <laughs> I was just like, all right, I'm not going to audition because you already saw me already. At this point, I'm a guest artist. You already saw me audition. Mm-hmm. So I can see my resume and my choreo reel and you can decide on if you want me as a full time. Cause that's at that point when he asked me again, it was just like, well, I'm already booked. I'm actually in Philadelphia doing something, but I can sing you something. Mm-hmm. And hopefully if you if you really want me to be a part of this um, company, then yeah. Um, yeah. You'll accept the things that I'm sending I, over. Exactly. And that's pretty much how that happened, actually. And then I had to make a decision if I wanted to join Step Africa or continue to teach in the school system. And I literally made that decision to join Step Africa. And honestly, it has been the best decision that I made um, prior to moving back here. Um, So, yeah, four seasons now, four seasons later. (laughs) That is good. That is good. And I I love how you kind of you answered a good three of my questions in one. But I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Um, I definitely was going to ask you, thinking about Ronique season one to now going into the fourth season, like, just how has this, how has this company, remember, how has this woman evolved? Like, yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, so first season, Ronique, um, it was me entering into this company it wasn't as hard because I already knew who the artists at that time that were in the company I already knew who they were because I was a guest artist Mm -hmm. so it wasn't hard for me to come into the space and you know be able to mesh with everyone because I was stepping with them before and we were doing things and I was doing like hanging out with them so it wasn't easy it wasn't hard for me to join in that community um Ronique first season was still in the contemporary modern ballet technique and I was still trying to find like what worked for me um the process for me it wasn't hard I had it was myself and four other men that came in the company at -hmm. that time and you know everyone all five of us had a different sort of training background and for me because I was the only female um I was able to blend in with the step me. I was able to pick up material. I mean, all five of us did, but because I have a dance background, it was more easier for me to pick up. Um, But I wasn't in the space at that time where I could create like four accounts of stepping. If you ask me to do something contemporary, then yes. (laughs) But the other four, the other four men um, that came in with me, they were able to do that. And I sort of latched onto that. And then, of course, the veterans in the company, I latched on to them. And I always asked some questions like, how did you make that up? Like, what was you thinking? What, what sound was that? Like, how did you do that? Mm-hmm. And um, I think for me, it was just really good to have everybody kind of help me, assist me, and tell me what worked for them and what could work for me. Um, it was a smooth breeze my first season. I actually, at the time the company was doing a production called The Migration and they were touring that. And that was actually the production that I auditioned in the summer that I didn't get. So funny story with that, um, the veterans were already in that production 
And um, I remember my boss saying, hey, uh, you're in the company now, so I need you to look over this video for the migration. They ended up just putting me in the in the summer and I didn't get it. So to now be in the space where I'm a full time and then they were asking me to start learning the migration plus the material that I needed to learn just to be in, you know, the repertoire that the repertoire works that um Step Africa normally does on the on tour. Mm-hmm. They wanted me to learn that and to learn migration. And they ended up just putting me in migration. And I was like, wow. I didn't get it in the summer, but now that I'm in a company, now they have me in it. And I was super excited. <laughs> I was right. super excited. Um, I had to learn through, I had to learn that material through video. And I think I shocked everybody <laughs> when I came into the space the next day with all the material. <laughs> because <laughs> learning stuff on video is a time. It is. <laughs> It's a time, especially if you have to mirror it. Like, is it mirrored? Is it not? Am I changing the arm? So, yeah, you, you, I'm sure you killed it. Yeah, they were, they were quite surprised of just my work ethic and how I, um, how I was able to retain all the information that was given to me. And my first season, I was in migration. You know, I did a couple tours every now and then, but I was literally, my first season was, um, migration. That's where I was able to do contemporary modern. It was easy for me. Mm. Um, my second and third season, it was more of me finding my groove, finding the pocket, um, you know, still learning how to create work percussionist wise. Um, but my third season, I would say my second season, they start allowing me to create. Um, now, stepping as well as performing contemporary modern like there were a few pieces that we normally do in the show they were like hey we would love for you to do this um contemporary movement so i was like okay great um i will say this fourth season which we just entered um they are now allowing me to start creating concepts um we just finished a uh, dance film project called stono i watched it that was actually a production that we were touring before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And um, well, it's not called Stono, it's actually called Drum Folk. And that was the, that's the production that we had just, we had just started touring in January. And I was allowed to choreograph one of the pieces in the show, which was awesome because that's my background. That's what I have my degree in for. And um, of course, when COVID hit, you know, he wasn't really doing anything, but my boss was asking me, um, hey, I know that you do a lot of dance on film and talk to me more about that. And, you know, I kind of gave him some information. He was like, well, I would love for you to, you know, put one of our works onto dance film. So we did the first one, which was for on Juneteenth. Um, there was a piece that we did that we've done that we've done so many times um he ended up wanting to have that on dance film and that was a success and then once that was over then he was like hey we need to keep making more content on film and so we just did the stono and um that was a really fun project i was able to direct and create a storyline although there was already a Mm storyline from the show that we've been doing um doing it on but you know i took certain pieces from the show and i kind of made it into a storyline and I directed that film and then, you know, I was also able to perform it. 
it was just a really like fun process like I it was I was in my element I was like yes this is what I love this is what I this is what I do <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you so um I would say I've evolved a lot from just being a dancer to now becoming more of a a dancer like a performer and director and right. you know in step Africa so I mean it's been a, a wonderful journey I mean I have a, I've had my moments <laughs> but it's been a wonderful day. I'm thinking like, oh, it's been some times. But it's been some times. It's been some times. But you look know where we are now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. That that is uh that just speaks volumes to you know your your capacity, um and then even like the flexibility that you've been given to have so many roles and wear so many hats in your company. Do you ever feel, um? almost like do you ever feel like is is this what I deserve because you know sometimes people feel like I don't deserve all of these great things happening mm -hmm. or are you accepting of it oh <laughs> 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 um, I, I I wouldn't say I use the word I deserve this um I just I feel like I'm more of the, in the mindset of, you know, all the hard work that I've done to get to this place. Like this is, you know, this is where I, this is where I need to be um, mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, like I said, I've been doing, I've been dancing since I was a wee one and just my journey alone in the dance realm has been, you know, up and down, like not being in a company yet. A, a couple years um getting out of the teaching teaching job and trying to find work and, you know everybody i have a lot of friends who are artists and you know of course social media plays a huge part in where you compare yourself um like am i am i am i am i where i need to be like i'm seeing my friends doing all these gigs and like it's a lot of that that played a lot in my dance journey and um Again, when I joined Step Africa, it was more of a, wow, this is where I need to be. This is this is where I'm supposed to be at. And, mm -hmm. you know, again, I've been blessed so many times in this company. And it's like, wow, Ronnie, all the hard work that you've done to get here, like, you really, you really do yeah. deserve this. Like, yeah. this is, this is it. This is your moment. This is, God is allowing you to direct and perform and travel like i've never traveled in my dance career ever i've never traveled until i joined step africa and it's just an amazing less feeling um i'm sorry i'm using all my hands you know dance we, we do so i'm my hands person too <laughs> i've been trying like okay not today not right now <laughs> but in a minute i'm about to get real handsy <laughs> Oh my god, yes. That that is so me. I'm I'm gonna try and hold myself. Oh my god, that is so funny. That is so funny. My mom be like, stop using your hands. I'm like, I'm trying, sis. It's, it's not working. Um, but I get it. You are you're good, you're good. So I love when we're talking about directing and all those different things and creating the concept. You actually have your own company. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk, let's talk about it. Ram, Ram dance effect, right? Yes. 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 Um, so the company is based on, um, just, it's just me creating like, or 
venturing out to other dance artists, um, universities that have dance departments is more of me just coming in to create choreographic content or tools. Mm -hmm. So say for instance, um, a dance artist said, I mean, comes to me and asks me, hey, I would love to do this um, project based on homelessness. That's the idea, but they don't know how to structure it. That's where I come in. I come in with the content of maybe we can, you know, deepen it. Why do you want to have it about homelessness? Like, what is it that is intriguing you about homelessness? Now we're going to be going to the people who are homeless and asking them questions or, um, you know, researching about what it is and just kind of me structuring like the piece pretty Mm -hmm. much. I'm just, that's pretty much what my company or my company is about really just creating choreographic content for dance artists who don't have a really structured idea. Um, choreographic content of, you know, a work that the dance department is looking for. Um, I also have like a little like dance group, you know, of different artists who I love to collaborate with um, because I'm also still creating work. Um, but so it's kind of in between having a little group and then I'm just mm-hmm. me individually helping people with choreographic content or storyline um, in their works, i.e. or prime example, Step Africa with the whole Stono um, film. Right. Um, so I, I pretty much structured it, um, although it's already a, pr- a finished product because it's already on stage. I'm now coming in to dissect it to make it a little more of a, a storyline with the selected pieces that I've had. So that's pretty much for Ram dances. I'm not sure that I hope, hopefully I answered that. No, you answered that. Really I jumble, well. I jumble a lot. <laughs> you answered that really well. Like, um, so I'm thinking, so as long as I've been dancing, I have not heard of many almost like consulting teams that come in and help you really build that concept around what, what story you are trying to tell. And so I think this is creative. It's dope as hell. What even, like, did you notice a lack of people having that direction or how did you even get into wanting to do that? Um, actually that the way I got into it was, you know, I'll be 31 in November and I was at the place in my life at that time when I decided to do Ram Dance. I was trying to figure out what is it that I want to do if one day I decide to not be a part of Step Africa no more. You know what I mean? Right. Um, just finding like something else that will that will allow me to still be an artist and still, you know, do what it is I want to do. And that's kind of where Ram Dance came in. Um, ah, man. <laughs> I really just said, you know what? I'm just going to start consulting. Um, a lot of people come up to me, dance friends, they, mm-hmm. they come up to me about different works anyway. And I would, usually I would just help them. And he was like, remember that time you helped me with a piece? And like, it's now mm-hmm. on a film, it's now on stage. And I'm like, yeah, I did do that. And I'm like, Ronique, I think you're really good at doing that. I think you should start doing that. Right. <laughs> So that's kind of where that was, Um, just me helping out a lot of people in my dance circle. And then also, you know, 
creating my own content and I was just like wow this is very easy for me this is not a this is not hard let me just let me make it a, a brand you know um and then I was just like yeah this might be the next step when you you know decide to put away your dancing shoes even if I stopped dancing with Step Africa I know for a fact I would still love to you know have that consulting right right with them so that it it was just kind of a all right Ronnie what's the next steps in your life what do you need to do because you know you started thinking big picture yes yes um my mom of course always tell me you gotta have be 10 steps ahead or you gotta always have a plan type thing um so that's kind of where randoms came in okay I I like that a lot though and I mean even that trying to decide like I, I love chore- uh, choreographing but as well as performing which do you mm-hmm. have a favorite of the two is that a, is that a tough one to to make you choose what's what's hard what's what was that question uh <laughs> between performing and just the art of choreographing do you have do you prefer one over the other Ooh, um I would say I rather do choreography I rather I like to be I, I'm trying to start I'm trying to wean myself to now be behind the scenes and start choreographing and I always tell my friends this being a choreogra- choreographer that's where you get most of your money <laughs> this is true this you is get true. More, you get you get more money when you're a choreographer you're behind the scenes and you know you're choreographing for movies and Broadway plays and mu- music videos Whereas a performer, you have like 20 other people in the show and your money gets split. And I always look at it like that. Split it up. <laughs> they got split it up and it's like, ooh, what? So I'd rather, I'd rather choose being a choreographer. I love doing that because, again, I have, my mind is like on overdrive all the time. It never, it never is calm because um, I always have ideas. I always want a piece I want to like start making on or even putting on somebody so that's not a hard decision for me I love performing because you know I'm able to like perform for other dancers who have a wonderful aesthetic and movement and I think that you know it's always good to like dance and dance in other people's um choreography but I I'll choose choreographer any day <laughs> okay, nothing wrong with it nothing wrong nothing with it. nothing 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 so dancer choreographer consultant you you are a woman of many hats seriously how how do you keep up with these things what are you doing for like time management self-care even how are you making it work well <laughs> For for a while, I used to just be like, okay, every day I'm going to do something with dance. And I felt like I had a schedule of like, okay, nine o'clock, I'm going to do dance. Then 10 o'clock, I'm going to start writing out a lesson plan. And then, and I realized that I was exhausting myself. Um, I wasn't giving myself time to calm down. I wasn't giving myself um, time to really if that's the act, if that's the move I should be doing right now. And I think I was doing that only because I wanted to keep up with the Joneses, you know, the dance mm-hmm. realm and like artists, you know, traveling and putting out content. And I realized that me over driving myself, it wasn't working. 
I felt like I was trying to do this because I wanted to fit in. And I'm like, that's not really my purpose. My purpose really is not to be a a backup dancer for Beyonce. And I felt like at one point, that's what I was trying to do. And I'm like, that's not my aesthetic. That's not what, that's not my world. My world is to be the choreographer for Beyonce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I literally started going back into that space. So, okay, today I'm going to write out my goals of a choreographer. That means I want to start creating content once a week. Um, and I re- literally, that's what I would do. Like I'll Monday, I will write out my plans or what I'm going to do that week. So Tuesday, that means I'll work on a website. Wednesday means I will find music. Instead of trying to cram it in in one day, I just spaced it out. And I think that's what helped me um, with this process um, as an artist. And then, you know, I literally just said once, one thing a week, one thing a day is what I'm going to do. Um, for my, you know, artistry mm-hmm. type thing. And then, you know, I go to therapy as a self-care. Um, I try to, you know, find moments of just being in the space and being calm, hearing my thoughts. You know, I do look at, you know, dance videos for inspiration or my friends who put out work for inspiration. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I, I'm not inspired. <laughs> or I lack, I'm not motivated to create. So sometimes I do that, um, but I try to do something like once a day with my artistry versus trying to do five things on, on Monday. Um, yeah. Cause I'm, you know, my mind's already in this overdrive. So if I, if I do that, I'm going to get exhausted. So yeah. I think, I think you brought up a good point because as, as artists, you, we sometimes feel like if I'm not, if I'm not working from nine to one in the morning, I didn't, I was not productive mm-hmm. and somebody's about to get the next thing that I was going for. And sometimes that's not, that's not the case. It's far from. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think that that's work. That's work. That's helped me a lot. Um, as I'm getting older, I'm starting to realize like, I, you know, I don't have to keep up with the Joneses. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not as stressed out as I used to. I used to be like, oh, I need to do this because then no one's not going to see how talented I am. Like, if I don't put out a video like today, like people are going to forget that I'm an artist. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was really on that mindset and I had to change it. Like, you know, again, I was realizing like, okay, Ronnie, you're a choreographer, you're a performer. That's what you need to be doing. You, mm-hmm. you, all that other stuff, that's not you. So let's let's get back over here (laughs) yeah I love how you had to take a moment and really sit down and really define your purpose for yourself tune out the outside noise and really sit there and think it through for you Um, and and it's still hard you know it's still a little challenging you know and you're like oh maybe I do need a venture on that side and it's like no girl I think I think it's uncomfortable sometimes like what if you discover something that didn't you didn't think held true for you you know so right um and I would say during this COVID time you know artists we a lot of artists I wouldn't say a struggle but it has been a challenging time for artists because you know everybody's not getting booked now everybody's closed now 
So everybody was on this whole wave of, I'm gonna teach a class on Zoom like, type thing. I mean, I will see it all the time. Like this whole entire COVID, I saw people like, I'm gonna do a Zoom class. And I was about to go into that space, but then I realized I'm like, am I doing it because I, I wanna teach? And you know, I wanna teach or am I doing it because that's what everybody's doing? And I, I actually, I did not because I was like, I love teaching in the studio where I'm hands-on with people. Yeah. I feel like it would be a hard time for me to try and like teach a class on Zoom and still have that, af- that effect of being in a studio. Like it just, yeah, I was just like, no, I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, it was just like, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm okay. Oh, I'll take this one out. Y'all got it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you guys are great. And, you know, I just, that just wasn't my 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 place, my calling to do that. I didn't, I felt like I was just say, you said on my purpose. It would have, what would have done for me? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. And so now, even when we're thinking about, just everything that you have experienced so far in life and this this journey that you've been taking. Yeah. What has been the the biggest roadblock so far? And it doesn't even have to be, you know, the last two, three years, but just what was something that was just been the opposition? It was just trying to be the opposing force. As far as my artistry or just me as a person? <laughs> uh, ha- Hey, it, whichever way you want to take it, something that was just hindering you from, you know, possibly trying to stop you from becoming the person you are now in this moment. I would say the only thing that's been blocking or hindering is me, actually. Um, I don't know if that sounds right. Um, no, it sounds, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I could get into my head a lot. Um, again, because I'm, my mind is always on overdrive and I'm always thinking of what's going to be done next week and next month. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I get in my head way too much to where I know what I want to become. I know who I want to be, what I want to be like. I feel like I, um, I'm, I'm hard on myself when I'm not that person. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like, okay, each day, like I wake up like with a purpose or with an intention to be positive. And I feel like when I try to do it, do the most by being positive, it never works. And then I get frustrated with myself. Like, then I'm constantly beating up myself on that moment. Cause I'm like, Oh dang, you wasn't positive. And then it makes my, and then it makes my day like super crappy and then the next day I'm like still in that space and it's like I feel like I'm stopping me from you know doing a lot um just personally and I'm working on that when you first asked me um when we first got on I'm like you know trying to take each day and being present in the moment type thing it's it's a journey for me um I would say my dance career has been pretty decent I I don't I haven't felt any roadblock at all or any hindrance from that um just because again I've been with South Africa for four seasons and I just feel like you know I'm still learning I'm still growing it's not time for me to leave yet um you know I you know they've been very good to me type thing so 
my dance career has been great. I've been connecting, you know, connecting with other artists using my resources. So I feel like that's falling into place. It's just me as a person. It's just where I, my healing, I'm, a, you know, I'm so focused on my healing right now. And I feel like, you know, sometimes I just beat myself up about it. And then I'm just like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> oh yeah. That's all when you said like it's saying yourself being the, the biggest roadblock was that crazy. I'm like, no, because that's me 99.9% of the time. It's just it's Keandra in my own head, being my yeah. worst critic or making me feel like I can't, I can't. So I get it. Yes, worst critic ever. Like <laughs> I've been getting so many reviews from Stono again. You know, mm-hmm. Stono was definitely received well. And um, everybody's been like, oh, that was amazing. That was amazing. And then I'm like, yeah, it was amazing. But like, I wish I could have did that. Like, I'm mm. instead of just embracing that, like, yeah, moment, I'm already like, right, you could have did that better. You could have did this. That could have happened. I'm like, I'm <laughs> <trying> to <go> reshoot. <laughs> like, I'm really, I'm like, what is going on? Just be present. Stop trying to, yeah. Stop. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, come on with you. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a journey. It is a journey. It is a journey for me. Um, so in thinking about with all the things that you do, let's talk music. I, I feel like dancers, choreographers, I just feel like we have a really good array of music. The catalog goes for days. So mm. what's your go-to music? It can be, what are you chilling to? What are you turning up to if you have time for that oh okay so music i'm a i'm an old soul and i give that i give credit to my parents because my parents used to bump delphonics old um the oj's like the oldie music mm-hmm. and um that's pretty much what i listen to most of the time gospel um I'm really getting back into listening to gospel consistently. Um, you know, every now and then I'll, you know, jam out some uh, up-to-date music. It, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I, I try to get it and I don't. No judgment. No judgment. <laughs> so I go back to the 90s music, like, you know, 106 and Park type music, like where it was AJ and Free. <laughs> um, bump the 90s i bump the oldie but goodies i bump the gospel classical sometimes like smooth jazz um jazz a lot um of course because i went to vcu and we had to of course when we're creating pieces you're not creating pieces based um on the meet the migos you're not playing the migos right the right dance piece <laughs> so i would say vcu has definitely opened my my mind of like listening to music from Africa or Russia, um, classical ballet type thing. So I would say my go-to will be just like some jazz, some oldie, 90 music. Um, a little vibe, ain't nothing wrong with it. It's a little chill, Neil Soul, you know, Donnell Jones. Oh, okay. You know, I love Boys the Men, so you know, I play them a lot. I'm. I usually just go back to the oldie but goodies type thing. Yeah. But in the morning I wake up, I listen to gospel, you know, just to kind of get my mind right, mind right and prepare for the day. And then I'll switch to something like when I'm driving to work, you know, some music, you know, that I'm like, 
I can just bump to get encouraged, like, you know, some Trina, you know. Okay, one time for Miami. Yes, Trina. I love Trina, so, um, you know, I like the the baddest bitch. I love that song. I feel like that's my my anthem. Okay. So sometimes, like, I feel like I have to play that so I can get into the moment. Like, I will take it. It's yes, legendary. <laughs> yeah, like yes, I'm the baddest bitch. Like the lyrics is off the chain. It's crazy. You know, that's yeah. not what I would go for. But she's just so confident. So it's just like, yeah, I'm the, ba- I'm the baddest bitch. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, don't mind me. Oh my gosh, that is so crazy. No, you're fine. Oh. I love it. I love it. Um, so we're <laughs> actually coming to the end. This has been so great thus far. Um, so two questions. First question, what advice would you have for anyone just aspiring to to be more, to do more, create more? I would say feel the fear and go for it, you know. Um, don't limit yourself. I yeah, just do it whatever it is even if it's even if it's just you know coming up with the eight count and and you don't have it all the way you don't have all the material just do it or contact that dance company that you've been like looking at just do it you never know um you don't never know if they're gonna respond or not you never know um yeah i i've I've done the feel the fear and go for it type thing with my artistry for years and it has worked out tremendously. (laughs) Um, In my favor, excuse me. Um, Yeah. Don't limit yourself. Um, You know, again, I, I, my purpose is to be a choreographer. So if it's like, okay, if I want to take a heels class, if I want to teach a heels class, okay, go for it. You know, the tools, if you want to, you know, branch out into being a backup dancer then do it like you know what i'm saying don't shortchange yourself um but always do it with good intentions like just don't do it just because that's what the world is up to now just you know it's a lot you know yeah no it's just a lot it's just like <laughs> levels and like go for it don't you know don't limit yourself Always make sure what you're doing in your artistry is with a purpose and not because of what the world sees, just you know, or interested in. Mm-hmm. So I think those are my three. Okay, um, that's a solid three, though. That like that's yeah. a good three. <laughs> I don't know if I was I'm a ramble, so no, you like, good. you're good. So now <laughs> this one, you can't have three. I'm just gonna tell you straight up, oh. you can have one. So you're here at the keyword. So what is your keyword for your creative journey and why one word one word mm-hmm. keyword for my artistry yep jesus <laughs> keyword um oh my gosh uh, i would say unique Okay. Why? You sound like you're not sure yet. Like, is that the one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I, I am sure about it, but then I'm like, eh. I, I say unique because usually the comments that I receive from different people who view my work, they say it's very unique and different. Um, oh, no, no, no. I'll take that back. Unique. 
passionate. I like that one. Okay. This sounds like the this is the go. This is the, this, this is, the is it. Passionate. Passionate. <laughs> yes. 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 Passionate cuz um my mom always tell me she's like, you know, when I sit in this when I sit in uh the the balcony seats and people and watch people perform and then I hear people saying this girl has so much passion she's very she's this and she's like yeah that's my daughter like type thing um she was like yeah I always do everything with such passion with my work um even when I perform um there's so much passion she's like yeah although there's like 10 people on stage like you know doing the same thing but I always can tell you having fun with it you have, that's because of your passion like mm. um She's like, yeah, I will say passionate. Yes, yes. Yeah, I love that word. I like that one. So, yeah, this is actually the end. Um, I'm so happy that we had this moment to just connect. Good, good, good energy, good vibes. Thank you. Uh, Yes. Please let the people know how they can connect with you, learn more about you, your, your company, all the good things of just your, your artistry. So you can drop your social media. Okay, um, Facebook, Ronique Antoinette, um, my IG, Ronique Antoinette underscore, no, Ronique, um, underscore Antoinette, and, um, yeah, those are the only two social medias, I don't know Twitter, you know, I used to, but no, (laughs) so Facebook is Ronique Antoinette, and, um, IG, Ronique underscore Antoinette. And of course, you can follow Ram Dance Effect as well. Um, that's a different, that's a different page. So once you find Ronnie Antoinette, I do have um, my Ram Dance Effect in my bio. You can just click on that as well. So we love convenience. Yes. Um, thank you, and I thank everyone for listening. Uh, so yeah, until next time, y'all. Thank Bye. you.